Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Jim couldn't sleep as the yacht beneath him slowly drifted on the water. It's been four days now since they set sail, and a decent night's sleep hasn't been found. As he lay there trying to dream, he heard the sounds of footsteps walking down a corridor outside his door. He had heard them last night as well. Tonight, though, he decided to follow them. Jim jolted upright and out of his bed and silently rushed to the door, pressing his ear up against it. As he listened, he heard the faint creaking of wood and the gentle lapping of the waves against the yacht. He heard the footsteps stop. He tried to open the door, but it was no use. His heart raced as he tried to think of what to do. He quickly glanced around the room and noticed a small window in the corner. He rushed to it and opened it, letting in a cool breeze. He then braced himself and jumped out, tumbling onto the deck of the yacht. Jim felt a sense of relief when he realized he had made it to the deck. He quickly got to his feet and started to make his way around the boat, trying to find out who was on board. As he moved, he saw a figure in the distance, standing at the helm of the yacht. The figure seemed to be looking out towards the horizon, and Jim could just make out the silhouette of what appeared to be a cowboy. He called out to the figure, and the cowboy turned back. Jim was able to get a quick glimpse of his face. John, is that you? He called out. But instead of answering, the figure quickly slipped back into the shadows, and Jim didn't see him for the rest of the night. I'm Rob Coakley, and this is Hometown Ghost Stories, Celebrity Hauntings, John Wayne. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Hometown Ghost Stories, Celebrity Hauntings, where today we are covering yet another legend of the big screen, the Duke himself, John Wayne. Now, if you are somehow unfamiliar with John Wayne, we're going to hit a very, very quick biography. Now, this biography is going to be very, very short, and then we're going to get into the hauntings. So I understand if I leave out a lot of important details about his life, but we are here to talk about him Haunting. John Wayne was born Marion Robert Morrison on May 26, 1907 in Winterset, Iowa. At a young age, he acquired the nickname Duke and it would stick with him for the rest of his life. In 1925, he would enroll at the University of Southern California, where he would play football. And during the summers, he would work in the props department at Fox Films. After striking up a friendship with director John Ford, he would start to get cast in smaller roles around 1928. In 1930, he would have his first starring role in the movie The Big Trail. 
but it would take until 1939 before he became a household name when he would star as the Ringo Kid in the movie Stagecoach. Not only would he become a big star, he would become one of Hollywood's actual megastars for his time. He'd go on to star in films such as The Longest Day, She Wore a Yellow Ribbon, and Rio Bravo, among many, 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 many other movies. In fact, I'm sure I left out way more than you guys were expecting, so in the comments, let me know what your favorite John Wayne movie is. John Wayne would die on June 11th, 1979, due to stomach cancer. Now, John Wayne was known for starring in westerns, but truth be told, he actually also loved the water, which led him to buying the Wild Goose, in 1962, which is his personal yacht. He bought the Wild Goose for $116,000, which by today is $1.1 million. And this particular yacht actually began its life as a Navy minesweeper during World War II. After acquiring the yacht, he made tons of improvements to it because he wanted it to be more homely. This, after all, was a place for him to spend a lot of time, mostly with his family, but also with friends. In fact, when he did throw parties on it, Hollywood royalty would be all over it. He swore he would never sell this yacht, but to get his affairs in order right before he died, he did sell it. Now this is where the celebrity haunting angle comes in because it's a very unique haunting for a celebrity where, yes, his ghost has been seen other places, but the most consistent place that John Wayne's spirit has been known to roam is on the Wild Goose. Lynn Hutchins would go on to own the yacht for a number of years and experience the spirit of John Wayne on multiple occasions. His very first instance of seeing the ghost of John Wayne was when he was walking from his master bathroom back into the bedroom. As he entered the room, he saw on the opposite wall the silhouette of a cowboy perched against the wall with his head hung low and his face hidden. Startled, Lynn walked towards the figure, but as he did, it disappeared. On another night, Lynn was sleeping in his bed when he was awoken by a noise. As he looked up, he once again saw the silhouette of the cowboy. This time, even more perplexed, he called out to the figure. But once again, the figure disappeared. The next day, not able to get this out of his mind, he talked to the captain of the ship. And the captain of the ship told him that he would never believe this. But as he was walking that night, he saw John Wayne walking on the opposite side of the boat. On one evening, Lynn was sitting in the bar area of the boat. While he was reading, he felt the presence of someone walk up behind him. He quickly turned to see who it was, but as he did, a giant gust of wind ended up enveloping the room, clanking together John Wayne's old drinking glasses. Startling him, he ended up looking into a mirror instead and seeing the image of a man standing behind him. This time, the face wasn't covered. It was unmistakable. It was John Wayne. He once again turned around to confirm this, but when he finally was able to get his head spun around, John Wayne was gone. Lynn has since sold the ship, and it's now used for private events, but that hasn't stopped the hauntings. Female passengers will report that the door of the bathroom will lock on its own, and as it does, they begin to hear some strange noises. A captain of another boat one evening reported a light being on in the boat itself, even though no one was supposed to be on it, and it was locked up. A dock crew would come out and investigate it, finding that nothing had tampered with the lock on the door to get to the ship, and no one was aboard. One of the most detailed hauntings on this ship, though, is the crew still hear the noise of an old ice machine. The thing is, the ice machine was removed years ago, 
A former captain of the ship one night decided to sleep in John Wayne's old room. That turned out to be a pretty bad idea. He awoke in the middle of a night to something tossing him around the bed before eventually throwing him onto the floor. But perhaps with all of these hauntings, the most bizarre is the time that the ship actually sailed itself. In fact, not only did the ship sail itself, it did it in the middle of the night. When people began to look for the boat, they found it at a dock close to John Wayne's old home. So what do you think? Do you think John Wayne is still haunting his former yacht, the Wild Goose? Let us know in the comments below and stick around because myself, Jesse, and Dave are going to talk about the hauntings of John Wayne. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into Hometown Ghost Stories, Celebrity Hauntings. Today, we're covering the ghost of John Wayne. I'm Jesse Wilkins. I'm joined by Rob Cookley. Hello, Rob. Always my favorite episodes because these are the episodes that no one ever gets mad about. No one's ever annoyed by our coverage of the ghost of a celebrity. They never get angry that we leave things out about their life. They don't get annoyed that we don't do a three-hour documentary on their actual life before we get into the hauntings. It's always just pleasantries. Yeah. With celebrity hauntings. Nothing to worry about there. Speaking of angry and annoyed, we are also joined by Dave. Hello, Dave. <laughs> always angry, always annoyed, but I'm happy to be here. Always Vince Vaughn. It's good to have you. So yes. love, love celebrity goes. This story is awesome. And actually, uh, I believe according to Dave's notes, this is the first time we've covered a haunted ship. Yep. So <laughs> we're on a roll. Uh, this dude, this is a cool, this is a cool haunting. I'm actually shocked by by some of these stories and it started with some of the ones that you might expect, you know, people see John Wayne on, on their boat, people get, you know, they, they hear noises that kind of you're running the middle hauntings, but then it escalates and escalates. And we'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, what made you want to cover John Wayne? What I was like, what can I do to really upset the boomers? And I figured the ultimate boomer of uh, that will upset people is covering John Wayne. So if you want my actual thought process behind it, that was what it was. That'll do the trick. It'll do the <laughs> trick. But I mean, but but when I dove into the story of his hauntings, he, he is known to haunt a few other places, but it's not really prominent. I thought it was really interesting that John Wayne is haunting this one specific place. And when you think John Wayne, I would think somewhere in the desert. I don't know. Like, I just get the cowboy image with John Wayne, right? Like, Why that, do you think that is? Well, that's, I mean, he does war movies. He does cowboy movies. So you would think that he haunted a saloon or a hotel in the West or something. But for him to be haunting his private yacht, when you, when you learn about the man, John Wayne, it makes a lot of sense. But it still takes you aback at first because it's like, this is not where I thought he'd be haunting. And I was so into it. And then the hauntings are really specific and really interesting. In the case of a celebrity haunting, we don't get them quite 
as in depth as these John Wayne ones are all the time. That's right. And I was kind of surprised as well when we talked about it, it was uh it was the yacht. I was kind of mm-hmm. thinking the same thing, but you still don't get completely away from the the cowboy thing because a lot of these ghost sightings, he's still wearing the cowboy outfit, which yeah. I find intriguing because if you look at some of the footage that you had showed in the, the first part of this, if you haven't seen it yet, make sure you go check this video out on YouTube. But a lot of the footage, he's just wearing what you'd wear on a boat. You know, he's yeah. dressed like a like a captain. He's dressed like someone who's going on a ship. He's doing the lobster dance and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> kind of, I like the footage. He looked. At, it doesn't surprise me though that he's haunting this yacht because he looked like he was the most happy while on it. Now maybe he was happy all the time, but in the particular footage that you just showed, which I've never really seen behind those scenes footage of John Wayne's real life. Right. I've seen a few of the movies. I was more of a Clint Eastwood guy, but you know, we'll just do everything that we can to piss everybody off at the same time. (laughs) When it came to Westerns, that that was kind of more my cup of tea, but I've seen a few of the older John Wayne movies. So I, we need, go ahead. We need um, AI to get to the point that I can just put the prompt in. Please make a video of John Wayne doing the lobster dance. And just make the, the boomers will melt. They will, lose their minds if we put that up there he he was doing the lobster dance he had two lobsters in his hand he was doing a little jig it was (laughs) perfect i guess theoretically he is the inventor of the lobster dance so dave he stole it from me 100 there are are many lobstermen that are gonna be pissed off that you just said that because i guarantee you there are some of them out there that have done a lobster dance before that's true i do think Mm -hmm. that is a valid point uh so now dave has to fight every single lobster man that he sees plumbers no, and lobsters. Just stick to plumbers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, feel like, I feel like lobstermen can make you disappear too easily. Oh, that's a good point. They probably could. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff with John Wayne, and he died of cancer. There's a whole curse that follows that. I don't know if we want to dive into that before we dive into the hauntings, but he was filming the movie The Guardian back in, you know the era that he was a big movie star and they filmed it by a bunch of nuclear waste and over 90, it was 91 of the 220 people that worked on this movie ended up getting some form of cancer. And a lot of them died. Is that a curse though? Or is that just, well, it's a curse reflective of the environment that you were in. It's definitely reflective of the environment you were in. And Howard Hughes actually was so distraught about choosing this location, to film, he ended up buying every single print of this movie so that nobody could ever watch it again. And it wasn't until after his death when Universal actually bought the rights back to the movie from his estate that people started being able to see this movie again. So, no it's, yeah, it's really what interesting. A, what a power move. That's fascinating. It really is. There's actually yeah. so many just engrossing things about his life. And uh, I think before we get into his death, we should talk about some of the absolute just riveting things that he had that happened to happened to this guy in his life like for instance did you know that he was a spy john wayne was a spy yeah so he uh there's a short period of time where the director of the oss which was the precursor for the cia it was called the office of strategic services he was recruiting like actors and high profile people to be spies which you'd think is like why are you doing it that way that sounds like the opposite of what you should be doing but john wayne was one of them And he was so outspoken about his hatred for communism that he actually made Joseph Stalin's assassination list. 
Oh. So he had um once the at the so the this was when the during World War II when they actually had the FBI, but the person who was in charge of this type of thing warned John Wayne that he made Stalin's hit list. And John Wayne said, I'm fine, I'll take care of it myself. And he said, uh, according to the director, when he was alerted, he rejected it and claimed that he would take care of it. He worked with the scriptwriter Jimmy Grant to kidnap the assassins and, stash, and uh, stage a mock execution to scare them off. So, which is like just the what? most <laughs> yeah, it's John Wayne way of approaching that. It is the most John Wayne way of approaching that. Even in the hauntings, he was still like that John Wayne guy. Like, like you had that one incident where this guy would decided to sleep in the bedroom and he just gets, starts like getting tossed around the room. Cause John Wayne's like, get the fuck out of my bed. Yeah, get out of my bed. You ever see the footage? Of, I, I, I'm pretty sure this was John Wayne, but it's a clip from, I don't know, a movie or a TV show that he was in or something. But there was this kid and they're both standing next to a lake and the kid's like, I don't know how to swim. He's like, well, you got to learn. He just picks up and chucks him into the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not John Wayne, probably going to get a one-star review for that, but, you know, that's fine. There's there's also a Friday the 13th scene like that. It's It sticks with me to my memory because it's the first scene of a Friday the 13th movie I ever saw. It's um, the Manhattan one. They do a flashback scene to the main character being in a boat, and her, her uh, father, or her uncle, I think it is, takes her, she's scared to go swimming, and just chucks her out the boat. And she's like trying to swim back to the boat and like child Jason is coming after her. And I'll just always, that just will stick in my memory. What yeah. I'm saying is John Wayne is Jason Voorhees. Leave it your hate comments sense. for Dave in the comments. <laughs> Thank you. So it actually, I, I just found it, it. It was John Wayne. It was from the movie Hondo. And he just, uh, this little kid is fishing by a lake and says he doesn't know how to swim. So he just <laughs> toss it in the lake. It's a great clip. Got to do it. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting fact. Do you have any more for us, Dave? Or did you just want to hit us with the, he was a spy? He was a spy. He uh, did not like Clint Eastwood when Clint Eastwood came onto the scene. Oh no, he... my con- my conversation is going to be. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> my stance on that is going to be so much more controversial now. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, so they they didn't they didn't get along all that well, uh, and John Wayne was very outspoken about not being a big Clint Eastwood fan, which kind of makes sense. You got they're both gigantic Western stars. Yeah. And of their time, and you could have, I think, obviously, John Wayne was around first. I think. I mean, Clint Eastwood is a thousand years old, so it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible, but uh, but you got to assume it was probably John Wayne's territory, and Clint Eastwood was the was the the newest, baddest guy on the scene, and John Wayne probably didn't like that so much. Do you think that Clint Eastwood can be the first living celebrity haunting that we actually <laughs> do at some point? <laughs> He's got, he's got to be dead. His body's just still walking around and going through the motions, right? It just refuses to stop moving is what's going on there. Him and Kurt Russell. He brought his mother to the Oscars one year or some sort of award show, and it wasn't that long ago. So Clint Eastwood? Yeah. I mean, it, like, it was probably within the last 10, 20 years, but still. Actually, I'm going to figure that out. I'm going to Google it. How many? What is this man eating? What is his mother eating? <laughs> that's the better question that is yeah. the better question that's, i mean that's what impressive. kind of weedies i mean i wonder if she's the woman from the uh video she's like turning 112 i don't know if you guys have seen this online and they're like are you having a great time she goes no <laughs> at some point like it, you don't have fun you don't have fun no. anymore it's just 
Yeah, leave me alone. I'm 112 years old. It was 2005, and it was for the uh, awards presentation ceremony for Million Dollar Baby. His mother was there. So that I feel like that's not that long ago. <laughs> and he's like 100 yeah. now. So yeah, so a, she, yeah. she was probably 100 then. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, back in the 1600s, they were having babies at 16, 17 years old, and that was like half their life expectancy. So True. Yeah. That's All impressive. Right. But this, this haunting, like, it. get back to John Wayne, this haunting escalated, and I kind of didn't expect it. Because a lot of these celebrity hauntings, we go through the life, we go through the, their death, and some of them are shrouded in mystery. This one, obviously not. Stomach cancer sucks. Cancer sucks. But yep. this haunting escalated, and we don't really see that a lot. A lot of these celebrity hauntings, they're relatively short because there isn't a lot to it. Like, you have Marilyn Monroe's ghost that... You know, you saw Pink Mist and you saw a couple little things. You had we, had, we had a lot of celebrity hauntings that were kind of like relatively light hauntings or they saw, you know, people would see the ghost a few times in the weeks after their death, but then it kind of goes away after that. This one seemed like over the years it was escalating and it got to a point where potentially a ghost had hijacked a boat. <laughs> I know. And I mean, if it's your it. boat, you're not really hijacking it, but still. So this Pi- piracy. Oh, yeah. can, can you imagine a John Wayne pirate movie? <laughs> now I'm imagining it. Ah, there it is. Pilgrim. All right, we did it. We did the John Wayne pirate movie. So, yeah, he loved this yacht. It was like, it was where he got away with his family. He did throw parties like Hollywood elite were on this boat. But this boat was mostly used for family time while he owned it. And he never wanted to sell it. He eventually sold it right before he died just to get his affairs in order, which makes sense. You're trying to get everything ready for your kids, I guess. And I guess the yacht was something that he's like, I just got to sell this so that we know where we stand with the money and all that stuff. But he ends up selling it to Lynn Hutchins. He short, he dies shortly after that. Lynn Hutchins ends up owning the boat. And Lynn Hutchins is the first person to have a lot of these encounters with John Wayne where he sees him just like leaning in a doorway at first and he's looking and it's like a cowboy and he's not a hundred percent sure it's John Wayne, like the first or second time. But then he has that big encounter where it is definitely the face of John Wayne. Right. And you're just like, Holy shit, it is him. And to the point that he's so startled by it, he talks to the captain of the boat the next morning And the captain tells him how he saw John Wayne walking down one of the sides of the ship like he used to in life. So you're starting to see more than one person. And then through the years, it just escalates. And it's happening to this day. We're still seeing the hauntings happen. But there are, like you said, some really wild ones in between. So the one you brought up, the captain that decided to go sleep in the room that John Wayne used to sleep in. And he gets violently thrown out of it, basically telling him, get the hell out of my bed. You're in my room. This is my bed, my area. You're not sleeping in it. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. And before everyone comes after us, there is at least one John Wayne pirate movie, and it was Reap the Wild Wind in 1942. Of course. Who hasn't seen Reap the Wild Wind from 1942? (laughs) Seriously. How uncultured are you? Seriously. (laughs) Come on. Uh, Oh, man. So, we we do see these start to escalate. We see it's docked with lights turning on and off when it's not only is it docked, but remember, this is a yacht. 
it's not like you're walking down the dock and able to just like walk right onto this boat it's behind a gated multiple gates probably there's definitely a gate on the on the dock to get into it you need a key and ships are pulling up and they're seeing lights just turn on and off on and off on this boat to the point that they call the people that like run the dock who come and investigate the boat and no one's on it and they'll like watch cameras no one's going on and off and they see the lights going on and off on and off Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I I found that story gripping. The 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 question I was going to ask because you had kind of alluded to it, the one story where they did get called and they went onto the boat and they realized that the doors were all locked. When mm-hmm. they made their way onto the boat, did they find the light on or was it off? Or do you know? I don't know if it was on or off at that point, but I know they found nobody there and no trace of anybody being there. And the doors, like you said, had been locked the whole time. So whether it was on or off, they didn't find anybody on the boat at all. Right, but it, but if the light was still on, it could have been a case of someone just left the light on, right? That was kind of what I was thinking. I was waiting for the punchline of that story. So I would you, assume... You would think so, but they were seeing it turn on and off as they approached okay. the dock. So it's not just staying on or staying off. It's it's flickering. Flashing flashing is an important detail in that. Okay, yeah. and that makes sense. And that, that would lead me to believe that it could be a haunting could be faulty electricity, but if it hasn't happened before or after, then then who knows? And I'm sure they had the boat checked out. And it seems like it's in very good shape from some of the uh, photos and videos that I've seen. So I would assume everything's tip-top shape. So it could be something mysterious. And this boat has the weirdest haunting that I've ever heard of. I don't know if you guys caught this in the opening, but the crew still hears this ice machine running that had a very distinctive noise and they got rid of the ice machine years ago, but the crew knows the noise, like the people that worked on it, they can still hear this ice machine and it's not there anymore. It's not like it doesn't stop working. They got rid of it yeah. and they're hearing this thing. And it's like, I don't like that one is really weird. I, I've ice never machines. Heard. Yeah. Ice machines make a very distinct noise. If you've never been around one before, but it's there's, I can't think of another thing that would imitate that sound. I'm sure you yes. can get things that are sounding similar, but the sound of ice falling inside of that machine with the motor running and the, you know, even when the motor clicks off, you still hear the ice trickling. I can't think of another thing off the top of my head that sounds much like an ice machine. And they said this one had an even more distinct sound than normal. So I don't know what that would specifically be, but it was just so different. It, as I was looking through the John Wayne hauntings, you know, there were some other ones like this one, the bathroom one. I was just reading it. I had to read it like three times because I'm like, this is so different and so specific that why would they make this up? Like, this is just one of those ones. Like if you're trying to play a joke or trying to scare somebody else on the ship, I don't think you're going to scare them by being like, you know, what haunts this ship an old ice machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you're going to hear it. And yeah. you're just like, 
the fuck are you talking about? Phantom right? ice, <laughs> ice machine isn't going to make it into any horror movies. So right, you're yeah. absolutely right about that. But I can, I can see that too. And I can see how it could make a distinct noise. I mean, mm-hmm. machines do this. It could be a loud fan. It could be a, a buzzing sound that it might make every once in a while. But it, if you have experienced that, you would remember that. And that is very odd to keep replaying that kind of residual sound. Yeah. And I think that leads us, I mean, I brought up the bathroom one where women feel like they're being watched in the bathroom. Well, wait, before we, before we move away from it, did we confirm whether or not the ice machine died on the ship? <laughs> That's a good point. Was it murdered? Was it murdered? <laughs> <laughs> did John Wayne chuck it into the water? <laughs> Teach it how to swim. There? <laughs> um, the, the women in the bathroom that are like seeing or, or feeling like they're being watched or being like touched on the shoulder and stuff. We hear that as well. And then that leads us to the most grandiose haunting, I would say, out of every everything that happened here, which is the ship sailing itself, which is fucking crazy. That's <laughs> insane. Insane. But, like overnight, this ship just sails itself. And the fact that it lands and docks, how the fuck did it dock itself? Right. Right. If it's, and, if it's just sailed into, it sailed itself just into like a rock or something yeah. and sunk, you'd be like, okay, that was probably faulty. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> to blame. Yeah. yeah. Or like, like, you know, somebody didn't tie it up correctly or whatever. And then if that person was like, well, I must have been the ghost. Like, no, you're paying for this. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's what would happen there. But the fact that it, it went near his old house in dock yeah. that, that I try so hard to find a practical reason behind these things we like to be open-ended or open-minded on these things right mm-hmm. i have a hard time with that one i have a hard time with that one hard time what rationalizing it like rationalizing how that thing up and sailed other than someone playing a prank right is someone who has access that's like you know what would really mess with people is that this you know went maybe got drunk and decided to go for a midnight cruise and just happened to dock the boat in front of john wayne's house or he's pulling a prank or someone it, stole it for transportation. Right. Yeah. Or or a thief. I don't know. That's that's a tough one to uh, stop my head around. Yacht. It would be so hard to get through what you have to get through to even get to this boat in order to steal I it. I mean, and then it's in the water. First of all, it's not that hard. You could just it's locked up. Take a, you could take a rowboat from another dock. You can you could it's in the water, it's accessible from other places. I'm not saying that I would steal a boat or that it would be easy to do so, but to access a boat that's on the dock from the dock or from the parking lot. Yes. Difficult to get through the the security gate, but it's almost silly because you could just, you just go around to the beach and just swim over. (laughs) This isn't a fucking pontoon boat though, Jesse, all the doors to get into where I know I'm just saying, I'm I'm not saying it's easy to steal a yacht. Am I up for the challenge? Yes. Am I going to do it? Probably not. But I'm saying to get to that boat, the security gate doesn't matter when it's in the water because you can get to it from anywhere. If the USS Salem ever sails itself across the Boston Harbor or something, I'm going to think it's you at this point. You went and did it by yourself. At that, at that point, you have to be extremely impressed because I, you know, <laughs> oh, I would. Be. I don't. You don't. Even, I don't even know where to begin with that. I could probably figure out a yacht. <laughs> yeah. So that one just. I mean. All in all, that's basically the hauntings. It still is a ship that gets used today. It does private events where you go out and have dinner on it and stuff. We have some of that stuff around here. 
that you can go like rent it for like you you spend so much money to be on it for a couple hours have dinner do like a private sale or whatever where is it but it's in california so over in la somewhere Hmm. add it to the list i do are you gonna are you gonna go try to break into it now is that why you're i'm not i'm not gonna steal it i'm just saying i'd like to go you know figure out how does it operate which doors unlock which you know what kind of security system they got going on there is it a swimmable dock Fair Those enough. kind of they're just the, the typical things that other patrons would want to go observe. But all in all, this is just such a different haunting. Uh, pri- like his boat being haunted was not what I was expecting when I looked into the ghost of John Wayne. And I will say it's a pleasant surprise mm. for, for it being on a yacht and for the hauntings being so specific. And like you said, escalating throughout the years and, they're specific, but they're also concerning and kind of terrifying. Now, I don't think this is an evil spirit. It it really just sounds like John Wayne still being John Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. While a lot of these hauntings sound scary, obviously women feeling uncomfortable in the bathroom, feeling like someone's watching them. You don't want that. That's bad news. Uh, the guy getting tossed around on this bed, while we find that amusing, that is extremely concerning. Yeah. Uh, that is serious. That would take serious energy for something to conjure up that kind of a haunting you wonder what kind of ghost this is. But it, like I said, it, it still just sounds like it's John Wayne being John Wayne. People are seeing ghosts on this ship and they're seeing, when they see his face, they say that's John Wayne or they'll see the cowboy hat and they assume that's got to be him, right? Yeah, but let's not forget that this ship started out as a World War II vessel before it was converted into a yacht. So we don't really know what else this boat, what other people were on this boat and yeah. what happened on it. Right. I would assume, unless you get some history on what it was used for in World War II, it had to have been nothing more than it was a, trip, a mi- trip it was a minesweeper. So it, it it swept for mines in the ocean. Is that what minesweepers do? Not on land. Not on land. Just to <laughs> clarify. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Up next, he's going to tell us what a tow truck does. <laughs> it just it the boat just plays the game Minesweeper on a Microsoft 95 computer the entire time. And that's the twist we we're waiting for. Yes. The jokes Love are this. getting worse. We need to end this. We, we gotta go. Yeah, this is um, this is a cool haunting. It's it's uh, it's different, and I like that. It's good. Yeah. Leave oh, all your good. leave all your hate for Dave in the comments um, for this episode. It was his idea. If you hated it, if you loved it, it was my idea. I loved it. Good. I loved it too. Good idea. Rob. It was great. Uh, Stop provoking. Yes. Thank our patrons real quick. We gonna say something? I was gonna, just gonna say it's all spellbinding. Wow. All right. yeah. Dave broke out his thesaurus. <laughs> All right. For our VIPs, we have Allison V, Anna C, Dakota G, Donnie N, uh, Glitter, Tease, Camby from Washington. We have Jeannie R, Jennifer P. We have Lisa J, Mal. We have Mike Oubliette, Blake, Mom and Pops Everybody. W, Nick, Robert H, Demon King, and Inspires Gaming. Thank you so much for being VIPs. For our Warren's Words, we have Ambie Rose, Kath Q, Chris C, LBPS founder, next HCGS guest. We have Cody G, Cyclone Dick, Dave Denial, DC, Elizabeth Young, Eugene M. We have Lily, Janice G, Mar Fire, Papa Squatch, Rachel B, Sarah Cook, Siobhan, not Sharon. We have Steph A of the Church of the Stephanies, Sydney B, the other Rachel B, Adam S. Al Capone is in our Ghost Pirate Mafia, as well as Al Capone's allegedly poorly trained circus rat. We have Al Capone's <laughs> allegedly poorly taxidermy wife. We have Alicia E. Anthony, the curse of two ghost worms. T. We have Arcade Hunters. <laughs> Ashley M. I said like a pie. Brandon W. Brennan Otzi knows his vowels. We have Captain McSlugs. Colby has a shorter name. 
<laughs> it's um, like we just we just did we this just list. finished the live stream we just read this out 26 <laughs> minutes ago and people have already gone and completely changed their names i love it uh we have crystal quinn we have dave's ghost worms we have did i really shave my legs for this we have huska castle huska. huggy bear joe r jake s I'm sorry, that's Julie S, not Jake. She'll be next week. <laughs> Who knows what she'll change her name to. But Julie S, thank you so much. We have Kelly Costa, Kira Lee J, Marie R, Mark, Michaela T, Mina Mark. H, Mariah M, Nuthouse Queen, Paul from St. Louis, Pork, Pork, Pork. I knew Sam it was Sam from coming. Nepal, Sharon V, Soph, Hooper, The Big Stag, The Big Stag Nasty, <laughs> Tiffany H, and Wayne Christie. Wayne! What's up, Wayne? What's going on, Wayne? Doing? Thank you, you for joining too. on Patreon. Good old Wayne. Love Wayne. Let us know what you thought about John Wayne. Wayne. Oh, look at that. It's perfect. I wasn't even setting that up. I just really confused myself as I was saying the sentence. <laughs> you confused me too. I don't know what to do with my hands. All right. Uh, $3 a month. That'll get you on Patreon. Uh, early access to episodes. Bonus content. Side <laughs> content. <laughs> All sorts of fun stuff. Thank you guys so much. $1 a month to join on YouTube. I think that'll pretty much do it, gentlemen. We're back on Tuesday with a brand new live episode as we approach episode 100. Hey, October 20th will be in Plymouth, Massachusetts. You've probably heard us say that several times before, but come out and meet us for our episode 100 celebration. It is approaching, and I'm excited. We'll catch you guys next time. See you.